Welcome to the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. On today's episode of our daily NYFF 59 edition, we welcome writer and director Mia hansen Lowe and her lead actors Vicky Creeps and Anders Danielson-Lee. Their latest film, Bergman Island, is a main slate selection of this year's festival and will open at Film at Lincoln Center on October 15th. A masterful blend of the personal and the metacinematic, Mia hansen Love's meditation on the reconciliation of love and the creative process is also delightful cinephile catnip. Vicky Creeps and Tim Roth star as Chris and Tony, married filmmakers who venture to the remote Swedish island of Foda, where director Ingmar Bergman lived and made many of his masterpieces, as a writing retreat for their new projects. Both inspired and troubled by the isolation and history of the place, Chris gets lost in the lives of her new fictional creations, realized on screen by Mia Wazikowski and Anders Danielson-Lee, while also reckoning with the lines between reality and fantasy. To learn more and get tickets for this year's NYFF taking place through October 10th indoors and outdoors throughout New York City, visit filmlink.org. Enjoy this conversation with Hanson Love, Creeps, and Lee. Thank you. Thank you all for being here uh, with us today. I'm going to start with a question for Mia. Um, I mean, the film is called Bergman Island, so let's just talk about the place first, about Faro. And um, what came first for you, the story, this place? No, it wasn't a place that came first. Actually, I think first came the idea of making a film about a couple of directors. Um, but that idea was with me during many years. And I, I, I think I waited for the right time. And that happened when, Fora, when the idea of Fora came. Uh, that, that's when the film became real to me. Suddenly, it was really like a, a match, I mean, between a, a place and, and an idea for a film. Um, so I went there, I think it was in 2014 or 15 the first time, and after that I went there actually every year during five years. Uh, but the first time when I came, I, I, had, I already had the idea of a film, but I wasn't sure about how it would be when I confront my fantasy of horror to the real uh, experience of it. And I went there and I met Hampus, who you... <laughs> seen a film, he plays his own part somehow, and uh, he's the only one who does that, actually, and I'm really happy that he agreed. So he's basically playing himself. Yes, that's why I kept his name, to make it really clear that it's really him. <laughs> no, but he, I, I, I went there and I, I was showing uh, one of my films and he was moderating the Q&A, and he actually drove me around the island, and I think it's really that meeting with him that, that was a decisive step for mm -hmm. me that that's when the film started to really become real and the, the machine of fiction really started when I met him. Can you say a bit more about how this place spoke to you and how it you know, crystallized your ideas? I'd also love to hear uh, Vicky and Anders talk about um, Fora because I think as much as anything, it's a film about a, a couple, a relationship, a creative process, but it's also a film about a place, I think. Yes, I think places have always played a very crucial uh, role in, in, in my writing since ever I started making films, like they are almost a motor of, yeah. of fiction for me. And for her, I mean, of course, like uh, as for many, many directors, for her had been, a, you know, a, a source of a fantasy for me because of being connected to Bergman and, 
and um, and uh, because of the history of uh, of love there is between Foro and, and Bergman. But I think, uh, of course, it's not the only purpose. It's really, again, when I went there and I discovered, I mean, there was this place haunted by Bergman, and it is the case. I re you really feel Bergman's presence, and that was, of course, in the heart of my inspiration. But there was also another forum where I could find a space for myself, for my own writing. And I think the magical for me was that. It was that it was both. It was, on the one hand, it was... Bergman's forum. It was his island haunted by, you know, his presence and his work and the films that he had been shooting there. But on the other hand, there was an, um, there was a poesy in forum and a certain beauty that I felt was still um, um, uh, an experiment, like a, a virgin territory. It felt, you know, because the forum you see in Bergman's film is his forum. It, it's really influenced by his own demons, his own um, uh, his interiority, and when you go to the place, you see another place. And uh, yours so is very different from mine. This. Exactly, I think mine is actually very different. And I realized when I went there the first time that there was that that there was a territory for me to explore that somehow Bergman had not explored. Mm -hmm. And that thanks to that, I could find my own, you know, my own language, my own, my, my own territory. Vicky and Anders, do you want to say a little bit about Faro and what that place was like to, to work in, to shoot? Did you know, did you know it before you made the film? Or? I, I had never been to Faro. Um, I had, um, I felt like I knew the place through watching Bergman's films, but it's as Mia says: when you get there, you 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 are immediately struck by this special atmosphere that the place has. Uh, it's uh, partly because of the the landscape and the light, and and I think Mia and uh, Denis Lenoir, uh, the cinematographer, have uh, captured that atmosphere in a very beautiful way but I think um, speaking as an actor I th I also felt that we were standing a little bit in the shadow of, of Bergman or it's you, you kind of feel his ghost being there some someplace and but you don't want to make a, a film that that uh, uh, imitates him or, or emulates him you want to make a new film uh, uh, contemporary fresh story and I think that was uh, important uh, for us as well uh, at least for me to uh, to discover my own photo and I, I went horseback riding a lot um, it's a very very uh, beautiful way to explore uh, both uh, photo and Gotland and the, the French producer was getting more and more nervous that I would f fall off the horse at some point. <laughs> but uh, I did it still. I even took uh, Mia Wasikowska for a, a, a ride. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so that was my, my uh, way of ex exploring for the, on my own. You never took me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even ask me. I never knew you went riding. I love horse riding. I was part of the plan not to bring you he spends anyway. more time with me, I have to say, as you see in the film. Yeah, well, I was probably busy with my kids. 
which is true. Um, so what was the question? <laughs> Just for okay. Uh, like always, I didn't think before going there because I usually don't think. I do afterwards, but I don't before. And I just went there, uh, to open to whatever that place would be. And I remember that it was very strong. It reflected to me as a, in a very strong way as a, like, we have a really great German word, which is Sehnsucht. So, and we also have a word called Sehnsuchtsort, so a place of Sehnsucht. And Sehnsucht is like a mixture of longing and missing. So it's like you long for something you've known before maybe, or something you might know one day, but you don't know. It's quite melancholic, but more positive. Anyway, so it's like, this is the kind of feeling you have, I find, a lot on that island. Um, and I think it's also in Berkman's movies a lot, this kind of feeling when you, it just doesn't, you don't, uh, you know, you're like married and you have a house and you have a family and everything, but there's something you don't know. And um, so to me, the island was really like a lot about this general feeling, um, which I used a lot because in the first year, we shot without Tim. Um, and so I had to explore the island really without my husband. And I didn't know who was going to be my husband. So I couldn't, you know, think of someone. So I tried to concentrate on the island. And then this thing came up, what you just said, of the ghost. And I must agree, like, there's this thing, like, there is, like, a kind of Bergman ghost there. I, but I just cannot say it. It's just, it's very strong when you're there, and especially, of course, when you see his, like, interior and his fridge and where he would have breakfast and his toilet. And, you know, it's, like, it's pretty weird because all the places are still there. Um, so I think it was... The island to me was like a dialogue, an inner dialogue with this kind of Bergman ghost, but then also this feeling of longing, missing, Sehnsucht. Take home limited edition merch from this year's 59th New York Film Festival. The official NYFF 59 poster, designed by artist Kara Walker, plus original NYFF t-shirts, hats, and more, are now available. Shop online at filmlink.org slash merch, or during the festival at Alice Tully Hall in the Eleanor Bunin Monroe Film Center. So you shot in two parts. Was there a reason for that? Yeah, it was <clears throat> the weirdest shooting but ever for me, but also the happiest, actually. I think, uh, yeah, I shot in two parts. Uh, it's a... Too long story, but we we had to shoot in two parts uh, because uh, um, Vicky arrived very late uh, on the film, and we had to postpone uh, the shooting a bit. So I could I could still shoot the first part with the uh, with uh, um, <laughs> with Mia and Anders and some scenes with Vicky, but I had to wait one more year to shoot the second part, which is actually the first part of the film. Uh, but now when I see the film, sometimes I don't even know which one I shot, which year is like, uh, it got that's really... That's kind of appropriate for the film. Yeah, it's better, <laughs> I guess. But so I ended up spending uh, so much time there. And I, I, I actually, I, I have to say that my experience of, of writing and working on Foreux is very different from the one you see of Chris. Because 
for me it was the easiest and um, experience ever of writing like chris describes how painful it is for her to write and it is for me too actually most of the time except for the time when i wrote this film uh, and and i still don't understand why it was so 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 easy actually but i i i really had the feeling when i was there on the island writing the script that some doors were open thanks to the magic of of this place really yeah. so you know mia in, in many of your films you've often drawn on aspects of of your life you know used it as material to create fiction um this is the first time you've had um a central character who is a filmmaker so uh, this invitation to you know, read autobiography or to read a certain personal investment in the material. How did you navigate that with this film? I think it's it's probably part of why it took me more time. I mean, I, I've had the idea of the film for really long ago, but it took me some years to be able to really uh, make a script out of that because I knew it's, it, it was going to be more frontal than mm -hmm. my previous films. They were all extremely personal. And you can see them somehow autobiographical, although they are not really direct. I mean, not it's not that simple. <laughs> but but I knew this one was going to look more than the previous one because for the first time I was dealing with a character who was going to be a female director just like me. But on the other hand, I never came to Foreux with the father of my child. So, I mean, it is, it is, it is the same and it is different. At the end, I think it's really about what's... Uh, what's inside and, and I can say the film is extremely personal but not so much because of the form and the storyline more more because of what, what it tries to say. Vicky did you see yourself as playing a version of Mia or not? You're the first person asking me this question. <laughs> um, I if, I mean she did say that in her movies she's always often relating to her own life, but it's not being her own life. So I did know about it and I did think about it a little bit, but most of it, what is interesting now that we have all these interviews or like thinking about it, I realized that it's true. I felt like a connection, but what she said is true. It's more about what the film is trying to say. Like it's more like some kind of eternal, internal, whatever that is, like what, whatever she felt, I could feel, and I think Mia was feeling too. So I could see it in the three of us, I could feel it in the three of us, but it's not something I really actually understand. It's more like we have the same way of, maybe we carry the same kind of like, weight sometimes, or <laughs> just like how to live, you know, what is life and how to be a woman, how to become a person how to be an artist, how to find your way. You know, I think it's very personal to the three of us. I'm just going to ask one more and then we'll take uh, maybe one or two from the audience. Um, it, it's something that relates to this point is just the, the structure of the film. Um, you know, to have a fiction that kind of takes over the film. Um, and it's interesting that we, you know, we have Vicky playing Chris in the, the framing story and then, and then Anders in the nested story so can you talk a bit about i think obviously it works very well with with what the film is about but like can you talk about just arriving at this at this uh, at this structure uh what i can say is that there, it was nothing something theoretical for me it's never something i decided like oh it would be intellectually you know 
challenging or to do that. It just, I was, my quest as I was writing was, I was trying to really capture what inspiration is for me, how it works or doesn't work, but what I'm doing as a writer, uh, mixing my fiction with reality to a point that it brings to a certain vertigo almost. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't even know where I am and who I am. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm more the person of my films than, than the person I am in, you know, in my everyday life. It really brings me to a certain confusion because I always work in, in the way I write. I always mix so much my private life with, with, with my stories. And so I, I wanted to try to find the right form in order to capture that mm -hmm. confusion that I, that I want to create, that I enjoy. I actually enjoy mm -hmm. that confusion and I, I also want to understand why I enjoy it so much. So, and, and while I was doing this came that idea, not that as an idea, but really like something ob obvious that I, I needed to actually go in, into her story and that her story would, would, would say who was, was, was like going to be the other part of herself. Was, her story that she was trying to write was going to say what was the process of writing for her, but was, was also going to say all the things that I couldn't say mm -hmm. in the first part of the film. It's like a flip, you know, it's like the other side of the same person and both having a dialogue with each other. <coughs> we don't have much time left, but I'm going to try to take uh, two quick audience questions. So if we could make them concise and if you could project, that would be great. Uh, right here in the front. You mean? Uh, so did you have any yeah. um, subversive tendencies regarding the Bergman legacy? Or honoring. Or honoring, yeah. I think it's, uh, thanks for asking this because I think it's really both. I think the film is really both. Because on the one hand, I, I, I really am an admirer of Bergman. I really love his films. I, I mean, he has, I, I cannot say it has an influence on me because that I, I feel it would be even pretentious to say that, but I just, I love his films and, and I still am watching them even after making these films, I could not get rid of them. I'm still watching them again and again and, and it's really part of my life as a director, watching films of Bergman. So, I mean, I, I, I don't even, I know it's funny, the Bergman Safari, and it has to be funny, <laughs> but I, I, I did it at least three times. So. <laughs> So, you know, I, I don't look at this like, I don't despise these people, I'm, part, I'm, I'm them too, you know? So, this is, so on the one hand, there is a real uh, admiration and reverence and, and I, yes, there is a tribute to Bergman, I cannot deny it. But on the other hand, yes, I wanted to be subversive or I, I not that I wanted, but I, I thought the f it was part of the film uh, it had to be somehow, if I wanted to find my own language and, and express my own thing, you know, it was my own quest. I, I, I never wanted to make a film that would look like a film of Bergman. I, I admired him too much for that. I wanted to make my own film and, and, you know, I think I have my own thing to say. And I knew that, I knew how risky it was, honestly, to go there and make a film calling it Bergman Island, like it was like giving, we have an expression in French saying donner le bâton pour se faire battre. It translates literally to give the stick to be beaten with. <laughs> and, 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 and I, but I think it's really, it's really the way I, work, I, I function actually. I think all my films, each time when I have an idea where I think, oh, this is really a bad idea, 
really you you're giving the stick to get beaten that's when a film starts for me really <laughs> so Unfortunately, I'm getting the sign that we are out of time. You'll have an opportunity to hear Mia actually in conversation um, with a filmmaker we're showing next, uh, Joachim Trier, um, who works with Anders. Um, on Monday night, they'll be um, in a conversation about their work. So, um, but I want to thank you all for coming and thank you all thank for you being here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.